this is episode 313 on August 29th, 2019. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira. I'm Dave Bodner. I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm Matt Hoffman. All right. Are we expect? uh, do we have some epic delay going on? Uh, no, it's just, uh, actually every week at the very beginning of the show, um, we actually can't hear you introduce the show. It's like you're cutting in and out like a whole ton and it's mostly <laughs> out. And basically Dave just guesses when you're done talking. Pretty much. Yeah. Himself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and it's yeah. only because the music's playing and we, yeah. it, uh, kind of counteracts your, uh, your mic. <laughs> yeah. M- most of the time I can hear you talk like. And I can kind of guess when you're done, but okay. this week was a little. This week, this week was a little worse than normal. So I was just trying to time it out how long it normally takes you to uh, do the intro. That makes more sense. So this is a little <laughs> inside baseball for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the glamorous life of podcasting. Oh, and it's all Skype's fault. I'm I'm throwing my fist up to Skype. So. Oh, well. Well, welcome, everybody. Uh, I wasn't on last week because of an epic uh, bathroom remodel that's happening at my church and still going on. Um, But it looks good. And I was able I had enough energy today uh, to come on the show and be a part of the podcast. So I appreciate you guys holding down the fort last week and uh, carrying on without me. It's what we do. It's who we are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And we're glad to do it. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's go ahead and move into our focus point. Focus point. All right. Uh, today, we are going to talk about uh, a couple apps. We're doing what? Two apps? we're talking mm-hmm. about or yeah okay um and i thought we can go ahead and start off by talking about the focus app uh because they had a major uh upgrade to their app and i got to be involved Woo-hoo! um i have a single lens uh iphone and so i now get to utilize focus and i played with it today and uh i have things to say but uh uh dave or greg actually uh go ahead and uh tell everybody what happened okay well focus for those who may not be familiar with it is an app where it can um take a portrait mode shot um usually taken with a a two camera iphone uh, but more recently with the iPhone XR, uh, it's a single lens phone that has the portrait mode um, capabilities. And what you can do with it is adjust the amount of blur in the background um, or you know the depth of field if you want to, for lack of better terms. And there's a number of different um, uh, adjustments and things that you can do with that. Uh, you can even change the point of focus. So you can focus on the background or you can focus on the foreground. 
um, which you know, it's 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 been a game changer for um, you know for mobile phones and for for iPhones. It's it's iPhone only, um, as far as I know. But uh, uh, it, it's computational photography, uh, probably at its finest. And what they've done is now that the uh, um, the whole neural learning and and all that stuff and the AI and and all that stuff's starting to come into play now. Um, it's gi- it's give- giving the capability back to older devices, such as the uh, iPhone 6s, I think. Let me see how far back this goes. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's giving some uh, functionality to older phones, or single-lens phones, let's just put it that way, single-lens iPhones that don't have portrait mode, you can now adjust the bokeh or the blur in the background and you can actually, you know, tap to focus um, on different parts of the image. So, and this is all done through um, the neural engine of these devices and I guess you could chalk it up to like machine learning or whatever. Um, And it is really, really cool. I've played with it a little bit today um, when I could. I was working all day. But uh, Joe, I'm interested to hear your experience with it with your with your iPhone. Yeah, I uh, so at first when I pulled it up, I'm thinking, oh, uh, I had already uploaded the new version, but then it said, oh, you can try one of our one of our uh, samples. Uh, but then I went over to the App Store and uh, updated the app and it popped up saying, Hey, we got something new for you. And, and so I said, all right, skip, 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 skip. I don't want to read. I just want to get to the nitty gritty and, uh, started playing with it. And I noticed that it works. Um, but it's, it has its quirks. Um, when, um, you get two options. You can either select an image that you've already taken or, you can uh, go ahead and shoot uh, an image from the app. And I did both. So I tried doing uh, an, uh, I tried doing it from the app itself. And you know it takes a picture, but then it does the same process as if you were to select an image from your uh, camera roll. And it, it, it runs through a series of tests and it tries to determine what's in the background and what's in the foreground. And it's not a hundred percent yet. I noticed that there were some anomalies. Like I took an uh, image of my daughter and with girls and, and you're going to find this an issue when it comes to hair. If, if you have hair that's kind of blowing in the wind a little bit and you can see part of the background through it, it's not going to, it's not going to be able to process it as if it was going to select every single hair. It's either going to say it's part of the background or the part of the background is in the foreground. And so you're going to have those, those problems with it. And, you know, when we had other apps where we can do it, we had to go in and kind of paint the areas that we wanted to be able to keep in focus and have the rest 
be out of focus. Um, but it, it did a, it did a decent job. I, I went through my camera roll trying to find images that I could use. If it's a really busy background where you have a lot of different colors, a lot of different shapes, it's not going to choose, uh, the, uh, masking correctly. You're, you're going to have anomalies in there and it's not going to look right. So I went through and I found uh, an image of Matt and I, the, I think one of the last times that he came down to visit uh, for work. And then he, uh, we went to Crowder's Mountain to uh, kind of hike around. And it worked, I, that image worked fairly well. I was able to uh, let it control what what was in the foreground, what was in the background. And I used a much smaller aperture than I would normally use so that you can see subtle changes as if you were using a real camera. So the I, I text y'all the, um, the image, and the first image is everything's in focus. Uh, the second image is um matt and myself and part of the dock is in focus where the background is out of focus and then the last one is everything in the background is out of focus and matt and myself and part of the dock is uh out of focus and my favorite one is the one where me and you are out of focus out of focus (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely oh that's funny but you know, it did a really good job of uh, of uh, you know putting a mask around you guys for the for the one where you guys are clear and the background is blurry. Uh, I mean, it looks very very natural. Right. And using a um, using a and this is what I found with some other apps. If you're subtle, it looks good, and it hides the imperfections. If you're if you're going for like a 0.5 aperture setting, you're going to see every single issue with their masking and it's going to look awful. So even with, even with this app, you know, as much as they're, they're doing a lot of the hard work, um, if you're subtle with it, it's going to look natural and it's going to look right. Um, and, and you won't have to worry about it missing a little piece in the background that is still in focus because it, it can't, it can't determine whether it's in the foreground or in the background, but, um, I'm going to play with it more and see what I can do. I think for portraiture, this is a great app. Um, I just yeah. have to be careful. Yeah, they've done a really my, good job with it. Yeah, I have to be careful with my background. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, even when you're using portrait mode, like the true portrait mode on a on a dual lens phone, you still kind of have to be mindful of of the background because, you know, e- even it can be fooled. Um, they're improving. They're getting better with every uh, software update that comes out, but. Uh, you know, you still have to be careful. I mean, the the best portrait that you can do would be one with a very simple background or with the um, 
the background at a bit of a distance from the subject. And, uh, I mean, if you look at sample photos that Apple puts on their website or whatever, uh, generally they try to give you a very simplified background or, right. or, or keep it in the distance. So it's, yeah. it's computational photography, right? So, I mean, you can't beat optic, the optics of a DSLR for sure. But I mean, this stuff is, is pretty impressive. And for these guys, for the guys at focus to be able to do this with a, a photo with no depth information at all. Right. I mean, it's pretty remarkable. I wonder if as these cameras start to get better and better and you have more information, say, like it's trying to determine pixel-wise what's in focus and what's slightly out of focus as it gradually goes, they may be able to have the software to read that. Um, it's really hard when it's f11 and everything is coming in pinpoint crystal clear but yeah i don't know what their alg algorithms are to determine what is in the background and what is in the foreground yeah yeah i i i, I have no idea how they figure that out um but but i sent you guys in our um in our private chat there before the show, a picture, it was just taken with the selfie cam of my iPhone XS. It wasn't, I did not use portrait mode or anything. It was just a, a random quick shot of my brothers and I at my son's wedding in June. And I, I ran it through the uh, focus app and, and applied the, um, you know, the effect to it. And it really turned out well. Yeah. It did a, you know, it did a really good job of, of finding the mask and, and separating us from the background. And, and I, you know, you can blur it right down to like F 1.8 or whatever. And I mean, it started to, started to blur the edges of, uh, one of my brother's heads. I noticed that it started to blur that a little bit, but I mean, that's probably kind of normal for that kind of an aperture. Yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah, we'll see was, how I it goes. I th I think that they're you know, they're on the right track. So, you know, as they go along and do other updates, we'll probably get better features or uh or 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 whatever, but I think that I I think having in, being able to include the single uh single lens market uh was really cool. You know, because now it doesn't matter what yeah. you take it with. There, you know, you can import any image in there, and they'll be able to they'll be able to work it. Um, that that's cool. I, I I was excited about that. Yeah. Now I know that when the 10R came out last year, and with the single lens on the back, but Apple said, well, we're, we have it built in where it looks for humans and can do a portrait mode for a person that way, but not objects. Um, people were like, oh, this is not necessarily that, like I said, the edge detection was 100%. It was still not perfect, but, oh, you're letting me use a larger aperture, better light um, capturing 
lens than you are with the two lens cameras. You know, since both lenses have to be used for the other ones for the built-in portrait mode. Right. And you're getting yeah, so, to zoom, yep. you're getting you're getting more of a wide angle, better light with the 10R for portrait than you are with the 10S, 10S Max and uh the 10s. So, yeah. hopefully Apple's taking notice and improving I mean rumors of course are that there won't be any more new single lens um rear facing cameras when they're announced in a couple of weeks but yeah, I think the 11R is supposed to be basically like the the 10 and the 10S yeah with the two yeah. with the two cameras yeah but hopefully they can put some you know machine learning AI whatever you want to call it per se that you can say, well, we have our optics, which, of course, when your lenses are this small and this close together um, and this thin, there's only so much you can do physics-wise. But we can add on top of it and get portrait mode and improve it and just not limit you as much. Because I know Halide did something, too, right, with their depth effect also, with noticing the edges. Um. Yeah, they've they've just really fine tuned yeah. the capability of it. Yeah. So hopefully, um, I mean, I, I want Focus to still go out there. I don't want them, you know, Apple to say, "Hey, look what we have," and it kind of duplicates what Focus has done. But to say, "Hey, here's what an app team that's a whole lot smaller than Apple's camera team can do," get inspired. <laughs> yeah. Well, they basically did that with the uh, addition of. Um, in the 10s, 10s Max, and the 10R, you have the capability of actually adjusting the f-stop. Yeah. In in a in a portrait mode image, before or after you take it. And I remember when when that was announced, Focus come right on social media and said, "Oh well, look what we've already been able to do for mm-hmm. you know however long." So. Yeah, um, and and the nice thing with Focus is you're not limited to only current and previous year you know you want you're not limited to 2018 2019 cameras right i'll be sitting there yes. going the mine's still a single lens oh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah well cool i yeah I, i'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do i think they're on the right track and you know i like with anything, even with Apple's portrait mode, you know, you still have, you know, anomalies and flaws, but they're getting better. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's um, sure. and, oh, real quick before we leave focus. Sure. Um, it, it is free, but there are, there's an additional purchase to get additional features inside. So, um, I think this is something we're going to mention with the next app about the cost the cost for that one too. But for Focus, you can get it. You can use it for free. You can use a lot of the features in it without going up. But if you want to have some additional features and some additional controls, and I don't think the upgrade price is that bad. So, nope. But yeah, definitely, if, if you're interested and you're doing a lot of portrait, I would think yeah, definitely give it a try and... You know, especially since it is free, just to try it out. Right. 
Well, cool. All right. Uh, go ahead and introduce the other app. Okay, so this is a, a new one that's um, that's just arrived. It's called NeuralCam, and it's they're they're pr- promoting it to be um, basically iPhone's answer to Google's Night Sight. And um, the company that does this, it's Halcyon. Uh, Halcyon products, and they do uh, a lot of different develop like uh, they they develop a lot of different things for mobile, not just photography. Like there's there's a bunch of other things they do, and this one is, in my opinion, a dud. I'm not. I'm not too pleased with it. I bought it because you can't. There's no free version. You you have to buy it, and um, uh, if, you know for so in Canada it's three seventy nine. I think in the in the U S it's two ninety nine, and um, I I tried it out and I do not like the results. Even though mm. with my 10s Max I I can output a full resolution image. Um, with older with older iPhones, they. They shrink that down so the the final output is um is less than one hundred percent. Let me see. This doesn't really tell me. Oh yes, it does. Okay, so it goes back as far as the iPhone six, and the iPhone six outputs an image nine sixty by twelve eighty, and that's nowhere near the capabilities of the um, of the sensor. And as you as you go through the the lineup of iPhones, the newer the phone, the better the the uh, resolution. Right. Um, even even the t- even the iPhone 10 is not uh, as much as the iPhone 10s in, in output size. So, the older the phone, the better the picture is going to look, in my opinion. Because I tried a couple of images with my 10s Max, and so what it does is it basically you hold the phone still as you make the, take the shot, and it takes I think three shots, and I guess it does something to put them together. Probably does a lot of noise reduction and brightening and all this other stuff. Sure, it gives you a brighter image, uh, an image that looks like it was taken in daylight, or or in in better lighting anyway. But by golly, it just looks horrible when you zoom into it, like when you get close to it. Um, it looks um, kind of pastel-y or pasty or I'm not sure what the word is that best suits it. But it's just, in my opinion, not very good. It looks like their marketing department's working on overtime. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I'm looking on the... The uh, U.S. App Store <clears throat> entry for this, and you know it says uh, product hunt, number one product of the day. Right. Uh, it's, it's got nine to five Mac. It's got uh, mm-hmm. DP review slash Petapixel. All this stuff. Yeah, but but you know what? It's it's way overrated, obviously, because. In my opinion, if you want to get a good, like, okay, I, I should say that I don't know what a, a Google Pixel can produce f- with their night sight feature. 
I haven't seen one. Um, I, I have, I've never pixel peeped at, at the image to see, you know, the clarity or how they look. <clears throat> but with this one, I mean, if you want to get a good night shot, take the photographic approach, put your phone on a tripod, put it on um, a slow shutter cam or a Spectre or something like that, something that's going to give you a good image. This This is not the way to go. Oh, this thing only they're launched hate, four days ago. Me, but. Yeah, uh, this thing only launched four days ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping they, they maybe put some updates out that improve the image quality. Um, I mean, I bought the darn thing, so I'm stuck with it, and I'll kind of keep an eye on that. But I wish I had to maybe not jump the gun on it and <laughs> kind of waited to see what other people thought. Yeah, I'm looking at uh I'm I'm looking at at it and you know they're they're pretty on the spot to um uh, reach out and talk to the people who rate and review. Um and then the you know the fact that they got 9 to 5 Mac DP review Petapixel and and all that on it tells me that they were working on overtime to get this, get this announced. And that's not a bad thing. You know, it's not bad to have, have that, but you also want to have, you know, product. Cause I was sitting there looking at the 299 and, you know, 299 is not, a, not a lot. Okay. You know, in, in the realm of apps, it's, it's decent, but mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things, it's not a lot, but if you're, you know, like, like what Greg said, if you're if you're sitting there, you know, wanting to use it and you don't really like it, what's the point in buying it? You know, there's, you know, and like like Greg said, he's stuck with it. But yeah, I I'm having a tough time considering like an app, an app like this one, uh, an app for photographers. Like, to me, this is more of like an app that could have applications in maybe like an industrial environment where, you know, maybe you need to get a better picture or a brighter picture of like, uh, I don't know, you're troubleshooting something in a, right. in a dark area um, or, you know, just people that are partying or whatever, if they're, you know, at a club or something where it's dark. But like as a photographer, you know, photography is about light. I'm not going to be in a dark room and right. expect to get, you know, a phenomenal picture because there's nothing to give you the, the, the detail. There's nothing to give you the, the highlights and the shadows to add depth and dimension. So like, I don't know that like it's cool technology. Don't get me wrong. It's really cool. I just don't think that the uh, the application for it should be marketed towards photographers. And how like, many of show, us don't show this to Petapixel and DP Review? Show this to like I don't know some sort of uh, uh, you know a facility maintenance magazine or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. 
Well, how many of us? I, I can, oh, sorry, Jeff. How, how many of us live in an area that is free of light pollution? You know, no, where I we can could just get there. You can after get a there, bit of but a drive, but yeah, right. Uh, you know, we don't live we don't live in areas that have zero light pollution. You know, where you know, okay, great, yeah, we can get we can do a long exposure or something like that and get the stars you know we're we have to fight light pollution most people have to fight light pollution if they live anywhere near a city or any or you know within you know 50 miles of a city they can you know they can have light pollution that would mess with the image but yeah i mean if i'm in a dark room and i'm taking a picture i will most likely turn a light on or use a flashlight or something like that. If I'm taking a picture of friends, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> like I said, the only, yeah. like, uh, when you mentioned Matt about doing it like in a party or something, th- something like that, I could see is useful. You know, you're in a area you want to take a picture where you, you actually can't control the lighting, but yeah, at least this app, and maybe maybe it's just like you said, a limitation. You have to keep the stamp camera still for a few seconds at least, while it's taking multiple photos, and then at least this one says that you can take up to ten seconds to work on it. Instead, well, that's not exactly the most. Like I said, I could see if it was, and I don't like I said I don't think any of us had played with the uh, Google Night Sight camera. Where to say, oh, I'm just going to pick up my phone, take a little snapshot, and then this kind of dark room we're all in, we'll be able to see everyone's faces at least. And we can do it pretty quick. Not a matter of, okay, everyone, stay still while I take a photo. And you have to keep your arm still and then wait a couple seconds. Okay, now wait for it to develop, which kind of kills the only reason to do it in a party or a group setting. But... Like I said, in the kind of examples they give, I, like I said, it looks that they're everything's lighter, but it is kind of grainy and fuzzy. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. quality's just not there. Yeah, and I mean, to I don't know, to get pictures like that, I mean, I feel like you know we've been able to to get to that point for years now with like apps like Hydra and stuff like that. I think maybe the the only difference maybe is uh, I I think with this uh, app that we're talking about here that maybe you really don't need like a tripod or anything, but you know, you could get brighter, uh, you know, fuzzy pictures for a long time now. Yeah. Well, I guess going forward, uh, Greg, you're going to be our Guinea pig and uh you're gonna be the canary in the coal mine (laughs) sorry uh and (laughs) uh with this app and so as as the uh as the versions uh come out you can give us an update to see if anything's changed or if the quality's gotten better yep i certainly will cool all right uh anything else before we go to post pick of the week I don't think so. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and play this. Post pick of the week. 
All righty. So, you know, with being gone kind of throws uh, me off, but, uh, you know, we did have a week in between uh, episodes when I was on. So we are at the, oh, excuse me. Um, we are at the end of our weekly photo challenge, which was landscapes. And uh, we have to choose one. So, uh, who who was the uh, who's the brave person to wade through all the images and choose the uh, post pick of the week? I think we'll give Matt credit this one. Yep. Okay. (laughs) All right, Matt, go ahead and take it away. All righty. Yeah. So land landscape and kind of as predicted, we had a lot of participation. Um, in, uh, in this challenge, which was good. Um, you know, definitely a lot of, uh, interesting pictures. And one of the things that I really like about these challenges that we do, and especially this one in particular was, um, you know, it really kind of, uh, opens your eyes to like how, uh, you know, the internet is worldwide, and, uh, you know, we're on Facebook and, you know, you, all, you can get podcasts everywhere. And, you know, it's sometimes it's easy for me um, to kind of lose sight of the fact that, um, you know, the, our listeners aren't just here like in the U.S. They're all over the world. So, you know, we had photos from, uh, you know, obviously here in the U.S., but over in Asia and um Australia and England and, and um, other places in Europe. And it was just really cool to, you know, get to see all these different areas. But, um, you know, as I was looking through the, the pictures, um, I don't know, I suppose I'm really kind of picky and, and stringent about what I'm looking for. Uh, I was really looking for something where there was like a good quality of light where there was, you know, nice, uh, detail and, and shadows and highlights and, and good colors, um, you know, in a good composition. And for me, uh, Julie Cresty's image, uh, that she titled one tree Hill. Uh, I think it's supposed to say old Australia. Um, uh, that actually, was really, I think it's Queensland. Yeah. Oh, Queensland. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm not really that familiar with, uh, abbreviations for Australia, mm-hmm. Okay, we'll go with Queensland. That makes sense. <laughs> I thought maybe it was a typo, but the Q and the O are not even close to each other on the keyboard, so I guess <laughs> silly me. <laughs> that was me leaning across my uh, keyboard with my forearm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I just learned something new. But uh, but anyway, um, yeah, th- this photo for me just really hits – you know, all those qualities that, that I just mentioned. So, um, I'm just going to go ahead and say that the (laughs) one tree Hill is very aptly named. Um, there's, uh, it's really hard to get a sense of scale in this picture. Um, but there's this tree and I'm going to guess it's a tall tree. It looks like it's probably a pretty tall tree. It's got a really tall uh, trunk, and then all the branches and leaves are kind of more clustered towards the the top quarter of the tree's height. And um, off in the distance, there's these really cool 
like solid rock looking mountains. Um, and the, the picture looks like it was taken late, either early or late in the day. It's hard to tell which, um, but the, the sun is obviously low and it's coming into the, uh, photo from, from the right side. So the kind of the right side of this tree is nicely lit with this really warm light. Um, and the light is kind of spilling across the grass or low lying plants that are on the ground in the, in the foreground, um, it's kind of, uh, hitting the clouds that are in the sky and giving them this nice, like pink glow across the tops of the clouds. And then the sky in general just has this really nice, uh, you know, it goes from this nice blue color and then it kind of, uh, does this gradient into this like pinky peachy color. And it's just very pleasing to look at. And then everything's on a rule of thirds as well. The the tree is on the rule of thirds line, more or less, to the to the right side of the picture, and the foreground kind of occupies the the bottom third of the picture. Um, you know, I'm not necessarily like a by the rules kind of guy, but it just really works for me in this this image, and I I just thought this was the best one without a doubt. Yeah, what do you guys think? What are your thoughts, Dave? Yeah, total agreement. It's this. This is a really striking photo, and the the one tree just kind of standing out there, like I said, with the mountains in the background. It just it it really captures your eye there. It, it, don't really have much more to say, but it's a r- really great photo. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Greg? Yeah, I really like this one. Um, I love the lighting. Uh, like Matt said, it's either early or late in the day. Um, the sun is definitely near the horizon, I would say. And, uh, you know, even just the way it lights up the clouds, um, the landscape itself, like it's basically, it looks fairly flat other than these, um, like these mountainous, uh, formations. Uh, the whole foreground is pretty much flat. Looks like maybe an open meadow and, and, with the single tree in there it just uh it's it's kind of almost minimalistic in 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 the way it looks um but it really works well for a good landscape photo yeah i like it 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 is a you know australia is a place that one day i'd like to go and try to survive visiting um because i heard that it can kill you (laughs) Uh, but uh, this image is very striking. I do, I do like you know the time of day because either like you said the sun's just rising or it's about to set, and you know the colors are definitely, um, are you know a good. Uh, it, it is a good time to get some the, some of those rich colors that are in the uh, in the sky. So. I agree. This is a very, very good image. So, Julie uh, Gresty, you are our post pick of the week winner. Congratulations. If you'd like to be chosen as post pick of the week, you have two options. You can go on to our Instagram and use the hashtag tiny shutter, or you could do what Julie did and everybody else uh, by going onto our Facebook group and looking for our weekly photo challenge. And uh, speaking of weekly photo challenges, what's our new challenge? 
That's a good question, Probably. Joe. Yeah, we we were joking around about it earlier, so I'm <laughs> guessing that we didn't pick high key horse portraiture. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm well. still tempted by it. I, I still found <laughs> tempting. I I should have some uh, unicorns somewhere here in the house. I got <laughs> I have three daughters. Um, let's see here. Landscape, what would be the, not antithesis, but what would be the opposite of a landscape um, other than portraiture? What would be the opposite? Seascape. Seascape, or, or what about architecture? I go for a good architecture photo right about now. Yeah. Sounds good, yep. Okay, that's settled. So uh, this next we- uh, weekly photo challenge is going to be on architecture. Just don't go digging through your archives. Go out there and shoot. <laughs> that's right. Uh, awesome. Can we say bonus points if it's black and white? Ooh. Yeah, a lot of architecture looks fantastic in black and white. So, yeah, yeah. I would say so. Okay. Black and go. white. Now we'll know who listens to the podcast. There you go. Okay. <laughs> architecture. <laughs> architecture in black and white. Cool. All right. Let's go ahead and move on. So, um, how have you guys been? What you been up to? Let's start with you, Matt. Uh, how have I been? What have I been up to? Um, I don't know why this is always a difficult question for me to answer. It forces me to think. Um, I am good, mostly good. Um, I haven't been up to a whole lot this past week, um, just mostly because I've been, uh, relatively busy with the whole uh, job search uh, thing oh, yeah. had, had some stuff going on with that so which is good obviously and um, so not not a lot of time to, to get out and about um, a few random pictures here and there um, I actually did spend a smidgen of time yesterday doing some photography but um, <laughs> the only time I had was basically like at high noon and of course it was super sunny so it was really harsh light and um i went to a place where i was kind of hoping to do some bird photography um but i i didn't see any birds that like it piqued my interest i guess i mean i I know that a lot of people would probably be all excited but i was just kind of like eh you know whatever an egret i've seen lots of egrets i don't really care and i actually don't really have a good set up for bird photography either i certainly can't really do that with my iphone um so i was trying to shoot with the sony camera and uh really the only decent pictures i got were of a monarch butterfly Mm. (laughs) um but hey that's better than nothing yeah and uh that is pretty much the extent of of um my week nothing nothing too super exciting to talk about this week hmm 
I know it's odd for me. <laughs> I, I will remedy that though. I have some things planned uh, on the the horizon here that should happen within the next week that should be photography related. Nice. So hopefully next week I'll have a little bit more stuff to talk about. Cool. What about you, Greg? Well, you know, I, this was my uh, week to work four day shifts, 12 hour days. So there's not a lot of fun to be had there. However, uh, I think it was yesterday at work. I was, um, you know, going down to the maintenance shop or something. So, I mean, I've, that's basically a, tr- a walk from one end of the building to the other from where my press is. And I see this bat flying around. So, of course, I've got my phone in my pocket. I pulled my phone out, and I'm thinking, okay, maybe I can get this thing on video or something. And uh, he lands just at this uh, railing in the hallway, like on the floor, though. So I, I, I walk up, and I'm walking by. I'm going to say it because I don't know if it was a male or a female. I'm walking by it, and it turned as I was walking to look at me, and I'm thinking, hey, you're not supposed to be able to see me. You're only supposed to be able to sense me. So <laughs> it kind of, you know, I'm thinking, just a minute, what's going on here? So I, I walk around the backside of the railing, and I crouch down on the floor, and I, uh, you know, I, I, I put the video on slow mo because this this thing was kind of moving around, and it was, you know, it, it was scratching itself with his little foot and all this stuff. And I think he was trying to fly away. So I got a really good slow motion sequence of him trying to get air up under its wings. So it's kind of pushing up with the tip tip of the wings and with its feet. And then it just nosedives into the floor again. Oh. So I thought that was kind of comical, especially in slow motion. And then I was I wanted to get it flying away, you know, in slow mo, but um so I thought, well, I shut the camera off for a minute because I didn't want to just sit there and record and record and record. And then as soon as I did that, the little guy just got up and flew off. Oh. So I, I missed the uh, I missed the takeoff sequence. But uh, I thought that was pretty funny, you know, just seeing this. And then one of the guys in the maintenance department come along, and um, I said, did you see that? And he goes, what, a bat? And he says, yeah, I caught it. Uh I guess he caught it about 20 minutes before that and he in a box and he managed to get it outside and let it go, right? Yeah. Well, this darn thing come right back in the building again <laughs> for whatever reason. I don't know. But, uh, and then, so I don't know. Then I lost sight of it and I, uh, I couldn't find it after that. So I don't know if it went back out again or what. But so that was kind of a, a cool thing to, to happen at work, you know. And I haven't seen a bat in there for years. Um, and it's probably only the second or third time, maybe in my, all my years there, I've seen a bat inside, but, and it was in the middle of the day too. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah. We see them all the time here during dusk. Uh, yeah, and actually, yeah we I, have, I would expect it then. Yeah. And, and, but we also have like a ton of trees close by and we get, sometimes they will not cover the sky, but you definitely can't miss them. And we're like, all right, eat all those mosquitoes for us. Come on. Chow, chow. Yeah, that's you know? right. <laughs> that's cool. Dave, how are you doing? Uh, doing good. Um, non-photography related. I'm almost walking normal again. Ooh. Yay positiveness. Yeah. <laughs> 
But photography related, um, me and Ruth this past Saturday, uh, let me try to get a little bit of an announcer's voice, went to the exciting world of Keystone State Wrestling Alliance at Cribsfield in Verona, PA. Um <laughs> It was it was cool. It was a it was a kind of sm- I don't want to say smallish because I don't want to degrade what these guys are doing, but it's one of the smaller local wrestling promotions that we have. And did you so, get to participate? Um, no, but we were darn close. Um, it was a, a charity um event for a local um uh, uh sports leagues. Like uh, for the kids. Yeah. So it was like $10 tanner. And basically we got there and if we wanted to, we could have gotten the equivalent of front row seats, but we went row, one row back. Uh, <laughs> so you get very close to the action. You can see everything going on. Which, I don't think I would want to be front row because, you know, if somebody were to fly over the railing, guess where they're going to land? Uh, yeah, no, and that's cu- close to what happened um, <laughs> because they did they did have right around the ring kind of roped off, you know, so they had a good six foot between, you know, the ring and where they allowed people to set up their uh, lawn chairs because it, it was not like, oh, come see the ring and come to our bleachers. It was bring your chair because we don't have chairs here so you can set up a lawn chair or a folding chair while you watch around the ring. <laughs> BYOC, yay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, but that means, like I said, and that's really good, as you know, especially if you're taking photo, taking photos with an iPhone. Um, you can get just use a 2x zoom lens without using the digital zoom and get pretty close to the action and be able to see stuff. So that's, that's the positive there. Um, in fact, we got so close, we were able to see the one person, and this was the good guy doing this, uh, take a nacho with cheese uh, from. Of course, they asked politely since they were the good guys. Oh, I thought uh, that was a. I thought that was a wrestler's name, Nacho with cheese. <laughs> <Not> cheese. <laughs> you know what? It is probably. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta use that. Um, but yeah, t- took a nacho with cheese from a fan and used it as a weapon and smashed it into someone else's face. Oh, and you're close. I mean, it it was like I said, it was fun. It was mostly kid friendly. Um, The fun thing with these events is like during intermission, you go up, you talk to the wrestlers. They let the kids in the ring. Um, It's just, you know, fun, local, enjoyable. Um, It's, you know, if you think about ten dollars for two and a half hours. You know, it's the it's cheaper than a movie ticket. Oh, absolutely! And it's, and it's around how long you get for a movie, and the, the weather was great outside. Um, and the nice thing is that me and Ruth were using our kind of using sitting side by side by taking a good amount of photos and videos. That afterwards came home, did a little, not really, not did a lot of editing on the photos, but more selection on the photos itself uh, because I think combined we had around 120 photos and put together a pretty decent slideshow nice. using the built-in in the photos app itself where you can kind of 
you know, select the different photos and have it automatically create a slideshow out of it. Um, so it that turned out really well. Again, it was just one of those fun things, and um, it's kind of amazing. I know people complain about the and the one thing we were talking about why these low light apps are popular because it is true there are better cam there are better phone cameras out there for low light performance than the iPhone and of course if you have a real ca- quote unquote real camera with a bigger lens it'll get better yeah but it's still not bad and the video is amazing what you can get out of your phone still yeah you know, just how good it can come out. And it's a nice way to say, you know, the share an experience where if I had to bring, you know, a larger camera, it gets in the way. You don't you may, you know, like, oh, I'm taking a photo with my, you know, um, with my phone. It isn't too bad just to put it up, take a photo and I'm not missing any action versus a more, you know, a more involved camera shot. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely something that was just kind of fun put together. Got some great photos out of it. Uh, And the nice thing is uh, we're able to share it and tag social media pretty quickly after the fact to the local group and the some of the performers, too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's always fun. It's like a couple of them actually commented and on it's like, oh, that's a, a great shot or. Yeah, that was, you know, how we had it set up there. So that's kind of neat, too. That's that's really cool. Yeah, I my the last couple weeks for me has been um, knee deep in bathroom remodel and all that fun stuff. And so uh, I've taken a lot of pictures, you know, for documentation and, you know, letting people know what's going on and everything. But you know, when it comes to doing like actual fun photography, I haven't been able to do any of that. But with the holiday coming up, I'll actually have uh, Monday and Tuesday off. I'll be able to hopefully do a little architecture uh, photography, something like that. But mm-hmm. what can you do? You know, seasons in life, all that fun stuff. But. Actually, I'm really uh, excited about how those bathrooms are turning out. They're they're starting to look really well. Actually, look really good. So it's not it's not a uh, career uh, <laughs> a, a career change for me. I don't want to I don't want to become a a general contractor and have to line everybody up to do work. <laughs> I was like, no, oh. I'll let somebody else do that. And so I was I was asked I was told to ask. Uh, the wall treatment, the thing that looks like rock. Yes. Is that a, a sheet of like ceramic or? I believe it's ceramic. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I showed Ruth the pictures that you shared like, well, here's what I'm doing. And it's yeah. that, it's that ceramic rock looking wall and yeah. that looks so sharp. Yeah. It, it's going to be really cool. And, uh, you know, I'll share, I'll share more, more images with you guys too. The, the bathroom stalls weren't even done when, when I took those pictures. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be really cool. And I'll, you know, die. Yeah. I have images of what the bathrooms look like from, 
before we demoed them. And those bathrooms were basically, for the most part, set up back in 1983. And uh, so this was a much-needed renovation. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think we're done. So is there anything else that you guys uh, wanted to bring up before we end the show? I think we're good. All right. Good here. Yeah. I will go ahead and play this. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Barely. Barely. All right. Uh, why don't you guys, uh, let's go around the room and tell everybody where they can find you. Let's start with you, Dave. Sure. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Dave Flash as Prof Pod, and in the Facebook group as Dave Podner. Excellent. Greg. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter as McMillan underscore photo, on Instagram, McMillan photo, and on Dave Flash with uh, McMillan, and on the Artful Life Photography community as my name, Greg McMillan. Excellent. And Matt. All righty. Uh, you can check me out on Flickr, uh, Instagram. I am. Eh, not I am. I'm just kidding about that one. Um, <laughs> where, where else? Uh, Twitter, Flickr, uh, Dayflash, the Artful Life Photography community. Google and, search. Uh, yeah, did I say Twitter? Twitter, Flickr, Instagram, Dayflash, Artful Life Photography community. All of those at M Hoffman Photo. Excellent. You can find me on Instagram and Dayflash at Joseph Ferreira. You can find links to our show notes, to our YouTube channel, to our Patreon, to our stickers, to everything by going to tinyshutter.com. All right. Well, gentlemen, I think it's time to say goodnight to everybody. Good night, good night everybody. Bye <laughs> bye. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, flaming disaster. And the other 5%? Irrelevant, sir. There is always a man at a wedding who is not in any photograph, who can go anywhere. You can carry an equipment bag around with him if he likes, and you never even see his face. Ah, the photographer. Excellent. Thank you. Uh, may I have a look at your camera? Brilliant, ruthless, and almost certainly a monomaniac. Though, in fairness, his photographs are actually quite good. Barely. <laughs> oh, I amuse myself. And right. that's scary. <laughs> <laughs>